I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply by its design. The total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey everyone and welcome to episode Solo Rip number 20. 20 is a really good number. Things are really heating up here around Talking in Bits land. <laughs> That's it. That just made that up. It doesn't exist, but you guys get the gist. Episode 20 is a really good number. Things are really cooking. I'm highly favored in certain arenas. And been having great conversations lately, not only on the podcast, but off the podcast. And things, as I planned and as I predicted, are going very well. Just another example of what proof of work can do for one's life. It's very hard to walk into everyday conversations, especially when they involve big things or things that people are passionate about, like their work, their projects, their art, um, and be able to contribute to that and be able to help with that and be able to genuinely you know, exchange value for value services and be able to say, hey, I'm really good at this. You may need that and you're really good at that, right? Really good example is, is you may not be the best uh, outgoing marketing person, but you may be really good at doing something like, uh, I don't know, editing or, or, you know, talking or doing whatever it is that you do. And therefore you can coalesce those services and be able to do um, sky's the limit, be able to build bigger things. And lately the conversations uh, around me uh, uh, and around talking in bits and around other projects that I'm happy to announce here pretty soon are moving uh, good in that direction. Proof of work is everything, y'all. Proof of work is life. Proof of work is what we need to prove, <laughs> literally, what it is that we have to offer, but also show that and back it up. Uh, and, and, and the really good Proof of work takes a lot of energy. As Satoshi said, the block or, or, or the chain with the most work attached behind it is the one that we are to honor. And that's true in life. Uh, if you attach yourself and you put a lot of work in your chain in your life, um, you know, or in work, the main chain of this podcast being one. By the way, check out the last main chain episode with Slim. Uh, where we actually got to talk in TFTC Studios and uh, had my first in live session uh, in that type of studio environment, but check that main uh, main chain out. But the side chain here, the solo rips are getting a lot of love here. Thanks for everyone that contributes to it. But my point is, is that those chains allow me to be able to tell others that I'm working and that this is the proof of it and that this proof lives forever. And these podcasts are basically assets to me. They're blocks that live forever. Um, you know, some of them get sats forever. Some of them don't. But the fact is I was, I was here uh, and I did this excellent work and I'm so happy that things are moving in the direction of that. But a little bit of work, a lot of work, a little bit of luck gets you to where you need to be. Got a lot of things to announce pretty soon. So super excited about that. But here we are in Solo Rip 20. Feels like yesterday that I started these solo rips and they were built as more like um, a way that I could give y'all some extra ammunition and the way that I felt around certain topics that I wasn't able to really share during the main chain episodes because of time constraints or because my guests are you know very gracious with their time and I want to make sure that we focus on our guests and all the valuable information that they have to provide. So 
these were built for me to kind of give my feelings on certain things, but also provide you ammunition. Sometimes you agree with me. Sometimes you disagree with me, as is the way of life, right? As is a normal everyday conversation. Uh, so this is one of those things where um, you listen to the show and in the background, you could agree with me. But ultimately, what I want you to do is take that ammunition somewhere, whether it's, you know, the, the next party you're attending, uh, the walk that you take, the nature walk that you take during the weekend, uh, the conversation you're having with the other parent at, at your kid's soccer game or you guys get it, whatever it may be. Take this ammunition there and either spill it off on them or if you got nowhere to go, you guys know where to find me at Deathbed on Twitter is my personal account at Talking Bits. Uh, you can, you know, send that ammunition my way, whether you agree or disagree. It helps me either way uh, to cultivate this stuff. Uh, but also, you can boost this show on Podcasting 2.0. And podcasting is my passion. And uh, I actually got a really, really big topic that I want to get into. This is a good segue to do that. But you guys can send me boost. It's a way to not only keep the lights on and contribute to the show, but be able to have discourse within the RSS feed, right? Um, not taking it to the algorithms and not taking it out there. But one-to-one, you reach out to me, I'll reach back out here, and you could do that by boosting the show and sending your concerns, your ammo, your shots, or your agreement in there. So that's the way you can do that. Appreciate you guys. So this was huge for me when I saw this. I still haven't dug into it because I've been so behind on stuff, but the idea, I get it. And this, you know, if you guys listen to this show or you know how I feel about podcasting, you understand that podcasting is the last frontier for uncensored information. Now, there's levels to that, right? So you can go, you know, it's sort of like there's levels to KYC Bitcoin and things like that. So you can go full uh, custodial and that's basically like trusting Spotify, trusting YouTube, uh, trusting Apple with your RSS feed where they could block that thing. They can remove it if you say something about something that they don't like or their sponsors don't like or all that stuff. Um, you can start limiting that back by basically using like an anchor or like a transistor where like it gets broadcasted to those places, but it's not depending there. You can go either further back by just hosting your own RSS feed, which is technically what we're about to get into here, right? And that's where like you're in full control, but you're still trusting the platform or the place where your RSS feed technically lives. And that's another one. But BTC Pay, which if you guys don't know, BTC Pay server, they have pioneered the way merchants can interact and build non-custodial wallets into their platforms. And, you know, you can do this from your own node and have a BTC Pay instance. What that basically means is that from your node, whether it's inside of your store, your kiosk, your house, wherever it may be in the world, you can actually load up a QR code that basically allows you to scan, you know, basically to build invoices and transactions so people can pay you in Bitcoin. And that goes directly to your node, bypassing all the third party stuff like the uh, open nodes uh, and all that good stuff and going really, really sovereign when it is to collecting. So according to this post here, and I got this from their Gigi, BTC Pay has stepped it up even bigger by announcing pod servers with BTC Pay. Now you will be able to self-host your podcast, your RSS feed through your own node. That is massive, 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 because what that allows you to do is basically, as it sounds, you can get that RSS feed and you can be even more censorship resistant because you control the feed and you control the files, the audio files, the images, the cover art, the music, all that stuff is controlled by you. Uh, inside of your own server, inside of your own node, inside of your own instance. 
that is massive because no longer the reason a lot of people including myself go to anchor is because they do a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to letting you just upload the file or upload the uh, um you know the the anything the audio file the cover art all that good stuff and it makes it much easier to distribute that way because we don't have to worry about infrastructure uh we don't have to worry about size right when it comes to infrastructure size and, and storage capacity and all these things so what we do is we allow them to host it and then they kind of broadcast it out and they host uh the the file side the audio all that good stuff that's extremely convenient but now i can do that from within my own node now i can increase the the size of my node through just a basic hard drive two terabyte three terabyte whatever it may be and i could host all of those and you want to know who can stop me from sharing my thoughts and doing what i need to do and sharing my wisdom and not having any ads or sponsors so i could do whatever i want Nobody can stop me from doing that. I am 1000% censorship resistance or my podcast, I should say, is censorship resistance. And oh, by the way, it also has value for value built into it. So just in case y'all were thinking like, oh, but that's going to affect, uh, you know, the value for value model or the podcasting 2.0 model, or all the incentives that you can get that way. Er, incorrect. BTC Pay has also built in the value for value um, streaming model in there, which is really just a value block on the RSS feed uh, into that as well. So now you can do it all in one shot. You will be able to self-host self -host your podcasting 2.0 podcast and receive the strats, receive the sats, sorry, y'all, fully in a self-custodial fashion. And this is censorship resistance at its damn near fucking finest. Salute to BTC Pay. They continue to push the envelope on what it is to be able to collect censorship resistant money, but also what you can do now and, and when it comes to your product, right? Because it's easy, well, not easy, but it's simple to think about, hey, if you have a store, you can run a BTCP server, or hey, if you create merch, or hey, if you create, you know, if you if, whatever, if you need any type of invoicing. But the, there's other types of people that have services like me, which is, Content creators, podcasters, speakers, um, you know, book publishers, not yet, but hopefully that's coming. You know, people that do are like Audible style uh, books, whereas that's audio books. Now you have an ability to host this stuff on your own, on your own server. So Amazon can't take you down. So Google can't take you down. So none of these people can take you down. But also you will be able to ask your listeners to say, hey, how much do you really like this? Vote for this. Let me know if it's good. Let me know if it's not. And that is a complete game changer to have all of that wrapped up into one show. Expect me to take full advantage of this once I figure out the inner workings and once I, I realize how it works. Uh, because I have been running my own node for about two years, two and a half years now. And I didn't have a convenient place to place my uh, podcast RSS feed talking in bits. Now I know where I'm going with it. And that's off of Anchor and that's off of these platforms. Another reason being is because I don't need the other conveniences that these platforms provide. They give you metrics. They give you analytics, which I think are washed, by the way. I don't even think these are accurate, right? Um so I don't really need any of those other conveniences that they're willing to offer. And that's the other conveniences that they offer is, is that they give you this built-in portal where you can do this and this. Er, I don't care. Sats speak for everything. Sats are the voting system. Sats are what let me know if y'all fucking with this or if y'all not fucking with this or if I need to improve it or if y'all like a certain topic or not. Your little analytical algorithms that basically tell me what it is you want to tell me and not what my listeners are telling me, don't need that. Don't require that. That's worthless. 
And to be honest, I'm sure somewhere down the road, there's going to be a way for BTC Pay Server to build in analytics into that because all you really need for the analytics is to start reading the RSS feed and reading how many people are listening and downloading, et cetera, and stuff like that. Super excited about this. Want to learn more about this. Don't know if it requires, you know, like, like downloading uh, episodes, for example, that requires infrastructure. And I don't know if me hosting my own is going to limit people from downloading the episode. So really interested in checking what that's about. But that's the big point here is, is that podcasters, the last frontier for fully self-sovereign media, right? Being able to say what you want, depending on if you have ad models or not, and being able to broadcast that lightweight across the world, across the globe, wherever y'all listening to Talking to Bits, I appreciate y'all. Could be from the, you know, from the outskirts of, of California to the to the middle part middle parts of Texas to the eastern coast, all the way to the other side of the globe, right? New Zealand and a bunch of other places. So, um, well, New Zealand isn't technically on the other side of the globe, but you guys get it. Wherever y'all listening from, not only do we appreciate it, but there's, you know developers that are working on a way to keep this extremely censorship resistance even further than it already is because the RSS feed in itself is really hard to keep down. Now, when I'm hosting it myself, it becomes even more harder and even more sovereign. Hard money, hard podcasting, hard food, hard everything. That's just the way to basically do things. So that's my spill on that. Super excited to see that come about. Um, You know, and and I want to basically spend... The last 10 minutes or so, because remember, these episodes are supposed to be concise. I'm not here to rant about a bunch of different things. You guys have a Twitter feed, so I'm not here to try to follow on everything that's on the feed. I actually tried to segue into my next uh, 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 section here, which is market access. I actually try to separate myself from Twitter as much as possible for a lot of the obvious reasons. You know, sometimes I think it gets into my head too much. Uh, sometimes I think it's a wa- well, most of the time I think it's a waste of time. I'm not saying that anybody on Twitter, that's probably where you heard of this show um, and where people conversate is not a good place to be. It's just one of those things where in talking and talking and more with gentlemen like Slim and understanding what market access is, not only in my food, but in my consumption model, which is, you know, the TV I watch, the music I listen to, what I read, what I'm taking in, market access becomes continues to be more and more important thing. Staying away from the news. Uh, earlier today on, uh, I think it was Karee's podcast on No Agenda, uh, they, were li- they were replaying these segments of like, um, this lady in the middle of, of like an Iraqi war field. And then, you know, like you hear in the background, like machine guns firing like crazy and bombs dropping like crazy. Uh, but none of that stuff is actually freaking happening because the same sound bite, the same machine guns, literally identical, the same one, the same bombs were used on a different segment of a different news podcast. And, you know, I don't know about you, but if I'm reporting on something and I hear fucking machine guns or bombs, I'm ducking for cover, right? I'm not trying to get shot. I'm not trying to get killed. Uh, these reporters are stone cold blooded apparently, because they don't seem to care that all this stuff is happening around them. Uh, but also uh, what the media and the politics, what we know, like the the, the PSYOP that they try to introduce, uh, where they were basically saying uh, back with Trump's campaigns, the walls are closing in. And then he, uh, Karee, uh, played like a segment where it was like about a minute or two of different news uh, stations basically saying the same exact thing. Walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. That's basically a PSYOP. That's basically... Uh, programming you to feel a certain way, do a certain thing, behave a certain way. And that's all fucking nonsense. So to me, back to podcasting, uh, back to the last frontier, back with market access, we need to be able to control and spend our time and provide the market access to the things that we know we can get direct. 
You know you can come to Talking in Bits Direct. You know you can uh, donate to Talking in Bits Direct. You know you can contribute to Talking in Bits Direct. Uh, and I know I can get to you guys direct the other way around, right? I know we're value for value and RSS feed. I know it's going to you to direct. And it's your choice to control the market access. If you think what I'm talking about is absolute nonsense, then you can shut me off. And there's nothing that's forcing you to do that. Right? And there's no PSYOP from here. I'm not shilling anything. I'm not doing any of that stuff. That's important. When it comes to your food, you want to go straight to the rancher. Check out the latest Main Chain episode with Slim, uh, where we talk about more about that and being able to know that your food comes directly from that guy. And my situation lately with KNC, my you know beef and my meat and my orders are coming directly from a few miles up the road. Right, like literally there. I know that I could go there. I know I can see it. I know I can shake hands with them. I know I could talk to them, negotiate with them, barter with them. That's access. When it comes to my media consumption, I'm staying away from the news, staying away from the streaming platforms of the world, the Netflixes, the YouTubes of the world, because they're trying to tell me what I need to do. And they're trying to do some of this nonsense that I'm talking about here, which is manipulate my feelings to feel a certain way, to feel that there's a threat coming to kill us all, to feel that, you know, all this stuff. I'm in tune with what. I need to be in tune with. My mind is focused on what it needs to focus on. And when I need to traverse out of that realm to kind of learn something new, I need to know who that information is coming from, where that access is coming from. And if I don't, then I stay the fuck away from it because a lot of these incentives are skewed for these people, for these networks, for these platforms, for these organizations. And we need to stay away from that at all costs because it could really fuck with our minds. It could really cause us to believe and feel certain things. And it could really destroy our quality of life. Not only from the inside, from a chemical uh, uh, balance, right? From a testosterone level, from a brain uh, activity level, from all that stuff, but from the outside, right? Like it, it, it could t- how we treat other people, uh, how we respond to the world, how we respond to adversity and do these things. That's all controlled by what we allow, what, what, where our market access is coming from and what we allow ourselves to be um, connected to. So, you know, podcasting for me is that last frontier. I have trusted podcasts. I won't name any of them there because I'm not shilling anything, right? And I go there until they are proven to be untrustworthy. Same with my food consumption now, which has been great. Been going to the farmer's market lately, been getting fresh eggs directly. I even asked the guy last week because the last few weeks I've been buying eggs and they they, they look exactly like the eggs that you would buy at the grocery store. Excuse me. And when I talk, you know, when and, and leading up to my, you know, move here to Austin and just knowing a few of the farmers back home and how they how their eggs are, we know that they're is a difference, right? There, There is like an orangey color to the yolk and there is these different things that show that they haven't been processed, right? And the last few weeks I've been going there, I've been buying eggs and they've been identical. So I went to this last one, which is a different one and I'm not shilling anything, but I basically asked him, how do I know that you're not basically going to the grocery store, buying some eggs and putting them in a different carton and then upselling them here at the farmer's market? That can happen. That's me trying to verify my market access. That's me making sure that I know, or at least that I question, you know, what's coming my way and what I'm putting in my body and what I believe and what's true and what's not. So this gentleman basically opened up uh, some eggs in front of me, right? And he didn't crack them, right? But he basically showed me like, look, these, you know, eggs are slightly different in size. Some of them are spotted, some of them are not, right? So they're not perfect. Like they've, they've been processed. Like they're all been lined up to be the good ones, right? And then he was like, when you get home, Right, You crack these open, you let me know what you see, you let me know what you experience, you let me know what you taste, and then I'll be here next week and you can let me know. I'll literally give you your money back for this one dozen. And if I'm, you know, if it doesn't appear to be any difference, then, and, and if you do 
like it basically value for value. You continue to keep buying from me or come back to me. And then you give your value directly to us, the farm, instead of giving it to maybe some charlatans like other uh, vendors or the actual grocery store, which, as we know, is a death trap and is a charlatan trap. And lo and behold, I got home. I cracked open the eggs. They were orange. They tasted delicious. And, and I knew that I was actually getting where my market access coming from. They're a little bit further, but they're about 20 miles up the road. Right. And now I know that the eggs that I'm eating are from actual, you know, chickens that are free roaming, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Same story with raw milk. Went and got myself some raw milk. Went and tried to see if the hype was actually not hype. Uh, if it was true, if raw milk is completely different than pasteurized milk. And boy, is it. Boy, is it. I mean, there's a creamier taste to it. You can tell it's obviously from a cow. There's a little bit of a slightly color change. Um, and as I'm reading from some sources that I trust, the nutritional value there um, is still there from the cow, as it has been for centuries and centuries and centuries, as opposed to this pasteurization thing, right? So my whole point in all that, guy, is question. Get direct market access. Know who it is that you're getting from. Exchange that value for value, right? And honor these last few remaining things that allow us to stay sovereign and get direct truth and, and you know, allow us to heal through food, allow us to heal through information, learn, grow, and get better and get better and get better. And that's what I hope to do with this podcast, with the uh, podcast server. I hope to keep that alive by allowing nobody to be able to censor this information or not. And as I learn this stuff and as I experiment with this stuff, I hate to use the word experiment because it sounds crazy, but as I put myself through it, because that's how I like to explain things is by me going through it, whether it's a Bitcoin related topic, whether it's a nutrition topic, whatever it may be, then understand that I've gone through it before I get it to y'all and understand that my incentives are aligned with value for value. I have no reason to lie to y'all because I'm not shilling anything, right? I'm not depending on donations to live. I'm not depending on donations to make this show. So anything that I tell you here is for absolute pristine value from the sources that I've learned to value. So with that being said, that wraps up episode 20. Let's keep the uh, let's keep our mark. Let's be aware is the best way to put that of our market access and where we're consuming information, consuming food and getting all this stuff. And if we find one that's actually worth honoring, let's share that and let's contribute to keep that economy alive so that we could all benefit from clean market access as opposed to being exposed to nonsense and fucking random machine gun fire and all this um, fear porn, as Slim like to says, that seems to surround us every single day. That, wrap ups, that wraps up episode 20. Having a hard time speaking today. My energy is real today. Um, appreciate you guys as always. Value for Value Podcasting. That's where you can show some value and send it, your, uh, send it this way uh, uh, and be able to keep the lights on. But also the voting system, being able to tell me what's good, what's not. Uh, we got a lot of changes coming and it's very important for me to know what you guys are rocking with versus what you guys are not rocking with. That's very important for me. You can do that by boosting um, sending sets in, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can catch this 4K content on Bitcoin TV. I work extremely hard on this content to be able to present it very well for y'all. So you can check, check that out on Bitcoin TV. I'm slowly getting everybody to move to the Bitcoin standard of media consumption. But if you're not there, you know, all the legacy outlets, YouTube and all that stuff, uh, rate, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. That's how we're able to, uh, you know, keep this thing going and spread more signal around. As always, I appreciate y'all. That wraps up Solo Rip 20 and I'll catch y'all next week. Later.